the Spot Track Podcast, talking sports contracts, the salary cap, and business of sports. Everybody, welcome to the Spot Track Podcast. Kevin Sylvester, along with Paul Peck and the founder of SpotTrack.com, Mike Gennetti, presented by Morgan Stanley Global Sports Entertainment. I should the podcast is Mike's presented by his family. <laughs> My <laughs> wife. My wife, Kevin. <laughs> shouldn't we all have be presented by someone in our lives, right? Shouldn't shouldn't that I mean you know, do we get to choose? You know, could we choose? You know, we think back in the day when you know, if you you watch one of those old movies, right? They now entering the party. Yeah, right. Nice. Presented by Morgan Stanley, Mike Gennetti. Right with trumpets and harps. Yes, yeah. uh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, where's that for me? I think you're onto something. Well, uh, Morgan Stanley's been onto something for a while with their global sports and entertainment division, empowering athletes, entertainers, everything they know to make the best decisions they can, inform decisions about finances and wealth. Uh, if you're in that category, learn more. Visit morganstanley.com slash G-S-E, Morgan Stanley Smith Barney LLC, member SIPC. There's plenty of players who are in that category we're going to talk about mm-hmm. today on the show, especially in the NBA. And, you know, just when the Toronto Raptors win a championship, Paul, the headlines ripped from them yeah. less than 48 hours later. Just just the, the way the season ended, and, and, and good for the Raptors, congratulations to them, but the stories were almost equal, if not more so, Durant's injury, Thompson's injury, the end of the Warriors run, then the Davis trade, it, it, it to, to a degree... It sort of deprived the Raptors maybe well, of some of the glory that normally an NBA champion would get. Well, let me let me say this. I, I, I you know, the injuries you could say, well, it would have been different, but through the Warriors dynasty building here, they face teams with injuries. Mm-hmm. Even last year uh, in the Cavs, right? I mean, By the way, that's the most ridiculous thing I heard anybody say that there should be an asterisk for no. the Raptors <laughs> no. champ. I mean, it, it, that's that, it, ridiculous. Like you said, it it's circumstances. Sometimes you get injuries, sometimes you don't. You got to overcome them. Um, completely agree with you on that. Yeah. I thought that was the most ridiculous thing that I heard. Yeah, I mean, so much so you're breaking up over. It. The, I mean, the bottom yeah, line is they had the best player on the court oh, every game. He's incredible. Yeah. Kawhi Leonard was absolutely was incredible. Yeah. Who was probably – no way he was 100%. Definitely not right. 100%. And, boy, we're going to talk about Davis and the Lakers and a couple other things here. But in the back of my mind, all I can think about is Kawhi this offseason. Right? Oh, and, right? Yeah, Kawhi, Kawhi Leonard in this offseason. This is going to be fascinating. I feel like there hasn't happened. been that much discussion yet People about what's going to happen I with think. Kawhi. <laughs> I mean, the, the Vegas odds on Kawhi, not to get down this rabbit hole, but it's – it's a dead heat tie, tr- stays in Toronto, goes to the Clippers. And then I believe it's Lakers and there's one more team. Brooklyn. Brooklyn Nets. It might be Brooklyn. I thought it was more of a dark horse team. It's okay. Um, the Lakers are in there is, is, is the point. And I can't imagine. No, he got- We're going to talk about why, but um, from, from, from a financial standpoint. That's going to be the headline if he leaves Toronto. Why Kawhi? But just from everything we've talked, <laughs> <laughs> eh? um, but everything we've talked about over the past month on this show, you know, it's not it's not the on the court stuff. He can play basketball anywhere, correct? But this off the court, it seems to matter, right? It seems to matter that he's been in this bubble, that is in this cloud in Toronto, and you'd sort of have that in, with the Clippers, right? You're sort of the 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 shadowed version of LA there, right? You're not gonna yes. have that, especially now. You're not gonna have that Lakers spotlight. You're the Mets to Yankees. <laughs> Thank you. I wasn't going to go White there. White Sox but. to Cubs. <laughs> White Sox to Cubs. Is that Oof. better for you? Yeah, Devils, but, New, New Jersey Devils to the New York Rangers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but the Clippers might be better. 
They, they were be. this year. They right. certainly were this year. But but um, and and to Kevin's point, when any of those teams are better, the story is almost as big that the big team isn't as good as opposed to the other team right. not better. And, well, that, and that's that's a little bit of what we're talking about. Is I felt a little bit of. Uh, of more attention to the Warriors for losing than the Raptors for winning a right. little bit, you know. Yeah, I agree. I would Which agree. I think I is really unfair, generally by by the people that discuss that. I just true. You're champion. What the Raptors did was amazing. How are they not the bigger story? No matter what, you're the champion. You know what though? They don't care. Their no, entire country is adoring them right yes. now. Yes. I mean, it's it's they don't need the United States to care. No, they do not. <laughs> well, and 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 that's the pitch to Kawhi mm-hmm. to stay. Right. I mean, you're. You, you are a hero in that country. There's a lot of reasons. I mean, you can't you can't look away from this East Coast thing either, or the Eastern Conference situation. Sure. Not with the Lakers, the, the Western Conference favorites, by the way, the Lakers. Right. Ridiculous. Yeah. And, but, yeah no, but, <laughs> no, but you're right because Houston. Uh, yeah, with the trade that occurred. Yeah. The you know Anthony Davis not going to Boston mm-hmm. or New York. Yeah. Um, you have what do you have Milwaukee to contend with? You definitely have Milwaukee. Sixers. It looks like definitely the Sixers. It if looks they, like Brooklyn's but, about to get better. Right. Uh, Sixers are going to lose Jimmy Butler. I would think. Right, for the most part. Would, it seems that I way. I think. He's um, probably going to join the Lakers. <laughs> we're going to talk about that. I yeah. like that a lot. But the, yeah. I think he's going to disper- disperse one way or another. But, yeah, I don't think there's going to – I mean, Milwaukee's going to be the team, and they're clearing some cap space to make some kind of move to get better. So, for, for sure, that's going to be the team – all right, so what's the tr- best scenario what's to say for say Toronto can't you know blow through this east again? Right. Well, so, all right. So <laughs> what is the so we we've talked about the max contract for Kawhi and how they can structure it bonus wise. Yeah. Where they you know they put the twenty nine million into a bonus and it's fifth tax at fifteen yeah. percent. That's for the that's for the the longest he can sign, which is what five years. Five years there, yeah. Five years. What if he signed for two years? What oh, could they no, pay him oh, for? No, I think he's going to because he's eight years of experience. And when you get to that ten-year mark, then your 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 money gets thirty-five percent of that cap. So right. he's going to sign a two-year somewhere, okay? Because he wants to hit that threshold yeah. and then resign. So if he so it's I think that makes it more likely he stays in Toronto. I don't think you? So. I think so. I mean, run this thing out, right? Sure. I mean, Lowry's got one more year. I think Ibaka's one more year. So that the window is sort of one more year. Um, so it sort of aligns itself. They're going to have to do something to fill Marcus Gasol's void. Void, I should say. Yeah. Um, because he was a huge part of this playoff run. Yes, he was. And you don't really replace those guys easily. So maybe they get him to opt in on that player contract. And then, yeah, two-year max contract for Kawhi. See how it goes for a couple of years. And then what is he, 28, 29? And he goes gets a max contract somewhere else then? I, it, because by that at that point, the Lakers are done already. Yes. I mean, you would think. that's what no Well, no, come on. Hold LeBron's on. going to be 38. Yeah, I know. It'll be Davis's team, right? Um, yeah, but... Is that a team Kawhi could join in a couple of years? That's what I'm saying. Sure. LeBron's out. So it won't be a factor with him in the, in the West anymore. So it could be Kawhi's league at that point. Think to Paul, Durant doesn't return. Paul, think about this. With the Raptors winning, and, and actually the final series, what occurred, mm-hmm. it has changed, I think, the entire offseason in the NBA. No question. No question. Because the Raptors won. Kawhi's a hero there. Durant 
uh, comes back. Say, think about all the things that happened, though. Right, and Clay Thompson, Clay the, and Durant's injury, the three plus biggest, Kawhi, the three biggest, the three free, biggest free agents, free, yeah, three biggest free agents. The one uh, uh, pulls off the upset. <laughs> you know right? what happened? And wins, and the other two are are not going to play next year. People are right? having to fall back in love with Kyrie Irving now. Is what's happening? <laughs> sure, they, they, right. were, they were all hating it. I mean, they were miserable about this guy. Yes, nobody wanted him really. They were going to tolerate him for a year, maybe, but now he's maybe the star if Kawhi stays. And you talk about the stretch of a couple of days changing Just the entire nuts. complexion nuts. of the offseason and next year for the NBA, Kevin, for those reasons that you rattled off is, you know, I mean, you know, it, it's, you know, we spent a lot of time talking about Durant last week and yeah. Mike laid out incredibly logically the the parameters of how that's going to affect everything. And then now you throw Thompson into the mix who, who, who I don't get the sense Mike was, was going to leave, no. but, but. Now he's another guy that is off the market, and then now what are the Warriors going to do without potentially two of their three best players not being available next year? So how are they going to react? Now are they a player in the market when maybe you didn't think they would be before? Uh, It's reckless to even project, honestly, in in my opinion, just because they could do so many different things. The one thing I think they probably won't do, but I would do, is just punt. I think I would just punt on the year. You know what I mean? I would re-sign Durant. I would re-sign Thompson as if everything was status quo. I'd get, I, I'm not going to push Steph Curry 45 minutes a game. You know what right, I mean? Like You right. can't do that. You can't ruin his career in, in midst of all this. I don't think I, I don't, do have a new arena they're moving into, and I don't know how important that is. They are the Warriors. They've clearly shown their fans fan who base. they are, so it shouldn't yeah. make a difference. But let's be honest. And Professional gotta, sports teams think differently when there's something brand new like that. Well, let's, there is a courtside seat available to buy there now. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> or rent at least. That's, that is <laughs> true. Or rent There may be a partial ownership <laughs> stake available as well also. Hey, by the way, Chris Bosh, I mentioned this uh, last week's show, Chris Bosh, right? Uh, Right, he, he he called it he with did. Durant. He yeah. called it. He's like playing is, yeah. The push to come back that's a competitor, but coming back might be a bad business decision because strains tear. And you know, he te- I mean, just horrific that he tears the account. You think about think about this is Kevin Durant. The pressure he must have felt um, internally mm. and externally, yeah. all the way Glad around. You said to come it that back. way too. Yeah, I mean, he forget, he wanted to play. Of course, of course. he did. Yes, I, for I mean, people to to accuse the Warriors of forcing him or, or their doctors of being disingenuous, I, I think is ridiculous. Oh, I, I think the you press know, conference with the general manager, like in tears that it happened because yeah. like, hey, this guy came back. He didn't do it for himself. He, he did it for his teammates, sure. right? I you mean, to come both. back and win. I mean, just think about that sure. on a selfish standpoint. You get to be the guy that comes and saves the day for right. the team. Well, I mean, but, but, that's incredible. But anybody <laughs> who's ever, you know, if you ever played any sport and been hurt, like you, you want to play. If you if you feel you can play, you come back and play. They, they they did everything they could to get him to come back and play. No question. Felt good. He practiced. All right, it felt good. Um, and it pops. And so, yeah, they'll probably resign him because, as you mentioned last week on the show, he'll get uh, they'll get relief, right? Uh, uh, not cap, but some, maybe some cash insurance release. But from what I read now, there is no cap relief. There's no cap relief on it. No, because it, the injury happened in 2018. Wow. So they can't credit that to 2019. So so what? So in, it's theoretical yeah. that Durant and Thompson aren't signed by anybody. Yeah, that's right. Right? And sit out, mm-hmm. have to pay their own medical, or do the Warriors have to pay oh, for their treatment? that's all built in. Yeah, that's all yeah, built in. But I'm just saying... They could not get paid. So you're saying that no one will that the that they'll they'll no one will sign them. No, I think teams. I think teams will sign them. I think the Warriors should sign them. Frankly, 
you know, out of respect for getting hurt trying to win a championship. But business is business. These players know that. Somebody will sign them knowing that, okay, you're not going to play for us this year, right? I mean, the Knicks are – I still think the Knicks offered Durant a max contract. Okay. I, I, I don't see any reason why they would, wouldn't, or shouldn't, right? I mean, I mean, they're not winning this year. Right. So why, why care about this year? Get the guy you want long-term for the next three, four years. Get him in here. Get him acclimated with this team. You know, if they're going to draft R.J. Barrett, get him, you know, conversing with that guy on the sidelines. Just It just makes sense to me. It's essentially what the Lakers did with LeBron, right? Except for then they traded every kid that LeBron right had because that that relationship soured in February. Sure, let's, let's talk. Let, let, let's talk about that because this is the other big piece uh, that that fell and the other thing that took the headlines away from the Raptors. But Anthony Davis, the trade the Lakers tried to pull off during the season by the deadline mm-hmm. didn't happen. They probably threw in more another first round pick, maybe two more first round picks like to make this went, happen. It sounds like they went with an extra first to keep Kuzma. Okay, which I like that. Yeah, Kuzma's a good player. Yeah, I, I like, like that. What are your thoughts? Let's go around here quick before we dive into the details. Well, I think the Pelicans made a good trade. Mm-hmm. They've got a star player. You know, we don't. He's not going to be Anthony Davis yet. Are we talking Lonzo? Or are you talking Zion? Zion. Yeah, of course. He's got to learn how to shoot uh, the way Anthony Davis shoots. So does Lonzo. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. But Lonzo's not there to shoot. <laughs> um, but Anthony Davis is an incredible player, one of the top five in the NBA. If you poll people and say, this guy's – you just don't see him because you don't watch Pelicans games. Nobody does. Well, New Orleans fans do. But anyhow, trading. so they had to get a big haul for him. They had to move on from him. He didn't want to play there. It was a solid relationship. They, they got the number one pick, so it's an easy – we're going to slide this guy in and to your position. He's going to play here. And, and then you've got guys who can start. You've got – Guys who can play in the league. So it's not like you, you got garbage in return. You got guys who can play. And then you've got three first round picks to go along with it that you can trade that's for right. better players. Sounds like that's going to happen. Right. Too. And you could probably package some of these players in with a pick to get a better player. Heck, maybe bring Chris Paul back. Boy, <laughs> based a, on some things about yes. his relationship with Harden, that might right. not be a shocker. Yes. That doesn't um, shock me either. You know, We'll talk guys, about Paul because he fits into the Lakers scenario here a little bit too. We'll, we'll talk yeah. about that. Uh, you know, from the Lakers perspective, you, you, you laid out the Pelicans perspective really well. From the Lakers perspective, I mean, let's be honest, you're getting a top five player, so there's nothing wrong with that. But it just, it just smacked to me of desperation. Uh, it smacked to me of we have to do this because we're the Lakers and everyone expects us to do it and whatever we have to give up to do it because we can't fail at this again. Um, and there's always part of me that that feels like that it's a mistake. It's a mistake when you make deals out of desperation like that. And now, again, you're getting a great player. And I want to say that that doesn't make sense, but. I, you know, I, there's just part of me that said, boy, uh, they, they, you know, the Pelicans had the Lakers over a barrel and they did what they needed to do. Um, I, I Desperation, if you can call it that, um, those players weren't very good together on <laughs> well, the Lakers. Th- this is going to be my point, Kevin. <laughs> and, you know, they, you, were, they were a mess last you year. You ruined the- this entire relationship in February, right? These kids with LeBron, LeBron yes. with the front office, pretty much every intertwinement you can make, there's damage right now, right? I mean, Magic had to get out of it because it was so nasty. Right. Coach uh, got accused of some things. Of right? course. I mean, yes, just uh, all um, bad all the way around. So I don't – I mean, Lonzo had his issues. 
with not not to mention his father. It's an issue. Right. It's an issue, yes. right? It's a headache. And that you they knew didn't that need. was coming. You knew that they were going to that, right. that whoever has him is going to sour on him because of everything that goes on around him. That's probably a sticking point in this trade. No, you're taking Lonzo. <laughs> but we right. need his dad out of here. I, I got to say right. this though. I got to say this though. I, Lonzo's my second favorite player in this trade. Lonzo actually fit well with LeBron. <laughs> Because he doesn't shoot. They're going to have yes. to find a a manageable cap with somebody who can do that. Maybe it's Rondo, but they're going to have to find somebody who can do what Lonzo did because Lonzo is a very, very, very smart player on the court. So that's a, that's a tough guy to lose, even though baggage, damage, relationship, sure. all that stuff. Brandon Ingram has this blood clot issue, which we have seen this turn bad and worse and worse. So Chris Bosh. He might not right? even play. Right. I mean, he might get there, play a month, and have this thing come back up. and So he might be a dead asset in this trade. And then Josh Hart's just a Josh. He's just a player. He's just a guy, kind of. I mean, he's a, he, you know, he's going to fill some minutes, but he's not. So when you break it down, kind of, kind of piece by piece, I mean, yeah, the three first hurt, but they don't really hurt that much. This is a three-person draft, from what everybody in the world is saying, right? So that number four pick really wasn't that desirable, right? Especially if you're trying to win immediately. Which and generally, NBA to do. drafts tend to be like that. On a year-to-year basis, and you know, right? you know, there's a, the NHL as well, right? I mean, there's sort of like a line that yeah. everybody can draw. It's not but like you know the NFL. these guys are going to make it, and those guys are, eh, right? Yeah, it's not like the NFL. So, you're not getting, you're not getting very good players in the second round in, in the NBA draft. To me, the most desirable piece might be this 2021 or 2022 pick, which I don't know if you guys know this, but it sounds like this one-and-done situation is going to be gone after the CBA iteration, which means high schoolers can come in. So you're gonna you're gonna be able to draft. College players and high school players, kind of like a double draft situation. And if that's a that's a middle round, first round pick, and you've got two firsts in that draft, that's kind of gold. So that might end up being the biggest piece in this entire draft, but it's it's a way down the road situation. That's the point. You're talking about desperation. I don't see it that so way. So you're seeing you don't, you see, don't it see, as, see it. You see it as a much better trade well, for the Lakers. I just on, see on it more fronts, kind of in a simpler term. If you can get Anthony Davis, you get him. Okay, <laughs> and that's I, what hey, they did. Yeah. Right? That's a great point. <laughs> I, you know, if you're the Lakers, you. You're looking at it, okay. We had LeBron. We didn't get. We didn't Paul, get Paul George. Right. Didn't get Paul George. That broke apart for whatever reason. Yep. And if you were, you did to- get Lance Stevenson. Right. If you're toying, that's an eye roll, by the way. <laughs> if you were toying with Durant or Thompson, gone. Gone. Right. Kawhi wins. Eh, gone. gone. Most likely right? gone. Right. Yeah. So. We got to make this trade. We need someone who can take the load off LeBron, so LeBron we can do with LeBron what yeah. the Warriors did with their stars, of course. right? Of Keep course. the load off of them during the season. Someone who can a little younger can also carry at nights, get us into the playoffs, and then you know LeBron's ready to go. All right, let me. Break and the- we get the and we get to keep LeBron happy. Maybe we get him another player. Maybe right. <laughs> he seems to be irritable really quickly these days. Um, let me break this down really quick, just numbers because it's. It's a little bit interesting because it's not like your common trade, especially in the NBA. So generally speaking in the NBA, everybody's over the cap, so you have to match the salary, right? You have to, you know, if, if Anthony Davis is $27 million, then whatever you, the Lakers were sending had to sort of become within $100,000 of $27 million. It's kind of a, it, 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 it's a yin for yang situation. That's why Keith Van Horn was traded so many times after he retired. Really? Yeah, oh my gosh, look it up how many times Keith Van Horn was traded. He's a nice player. Because of his money. Because his money, his contract, I think it was with the Nets contract. Yeah, I remember that. And I, I just re- recall, you know, you can fact check this. He was somebody. kind of the tossing guy every time. But it'd be like, yeah, Keith Van Horn is traded. <laughs> just to get like, the money he up. He retired three years ago. <laughs> he hasn't played in two years. It's just his contract was on the books. Well, uh, anyway, the, the Lakers and Pelicans were both under the salary cap for 2019. So this deal did not require any any salary matching. However... 
It does match. <laughs> it does match. And that's why you're hearing so much about this. Will this process on July 6th or will it wait? This is, this is why, real quick, and I'm, gonna, I'm, not, I'm trying not to make this too complicated. If it processes on July 6th, it means that the number four pick, the, the Lakers are going to be drafting this pick Thursday. Gotcha. Okay? I mean, okay. this is the stupid, dumb thing that the NBA draft does. They're going to draft the player New Orleans dra- wants. That's right. The, New okay. Orleans is going to tell the Lakers who to draft at number four. They're going to draft him. He's going to put a Lakers hat on. But he's not going to belong to the Lakers, all right? This is one of those just ridiculous things they need to fix. Happens all the time in the NBA. It does, all right? But he will not be a Laker until he signs a contract officially, right? If they make this trade on July 6th, which is the official opening of this Mm -hmm. league, then that technically was never – he was never a Laker. There was no contract signed. It's just kind of a moving part. However, if they want to delay this thing, if they want to delay this trade to the end of July, which they would have to do with if this number four pick remains with the Lakers – then the Lakers could start to sign people. They could load up this cap a little bit. If they get over, if they get over their cap threshold, then this would become an over-the-cap trade, which would mean the salaries would have to match, which means the Lakers would have to sign the number four pick to include that to match the salary. But it means the Lakers can sign people. And that's what's sort of being lost here. Currently, right now, the way we have it projected and a lot of people are talking, they've got about $23 million to work with. When you include Davis, when you take those three guys off the books, when you waive the non-guaranteed player, when you get rid of all the cap holds, all the minutia that comes with an NBA salary cap, $23 million. That's not That's not even close. And oh, oh, and by the way, they need to fill six roster spots. Right. Yeah, so, so six I, roster so spots. So you've got me sitting here going, how is it you guys are talking about them maybe getting Jimmy Butler or whatever? Work on your jumper, it, Paul. It, it's they need only, somebody. It's right. only through this iteration, Paul. Okay. It's only if they decide and and – they have to get the New Orleans to agree, obviously. Hey, we, we want to delay this thing to the end of the month. We want to sign some players. You can go sign your players. Now, that's risky because New Orleans can back out of this thing, right? right? If it's not official, it's not official. So that's my guess why the Lakers are just, just saying, no, no, we're just going to do this. We're going to rip the bandit off. We're going we're to process this on the 6th. The picks transfer immediately. We get Davis on our salary cap. They now have $23 million of space to open that league year which is not going to be enough. None of these, I know you're reading it everywhere. I know you're hearing it everywhere. Kawhi Leonard, Kyrie Irving, Jimmy Butler, Kemba Watt, nobody is taking 15 million a year. Nobody. That's just ridiculous. Okay? Kevin Durant, when he took his discount in in Golden State, his discount was 25 million. All right? Down from like 29. Right. Right. All right? It was a small- Not quite the blue light special. (laughs) And they probably paid him that on the side in, you know, pennies. All right? I mean, we're talking about a half- a salary discount that these players would be taking. Literally half. No Jimmy way. Butler needs $32 million. Kawhi Leonard Not needs happening. $32 million. Kyrie Irving needs $32 million on a max to contract. To be the number three guy to be on the, the team. To be the guy nobody talks about. Correct. The guy that hands the ball to LeBron and steps aside. It's just, it's improbable, and it's dumb for the Lakers. It's bad business for the Lakers. What don't the Lakers have that they didn't have last year? They still don't have a freaking shooter on this team. Nobody can shoot the basketball on this team yet. All right? They don't have a J.J. Redick. They don't have a... That player does not exist right now, a Clay Thompson, obviously. But so they've got 23 million of space to fill six roster spots. The free agent list is okay. I mean, if you take off, if you chop off the top 15 guys, which we're we're doing, we're chopping those guys off. They're not going to be with the Lakers, in based on what we're reading, right? They're not going to be a Laker based on this July 6 process trade. If you're doing that, you're getting into guys like Terrence Ross. Like I said, bringing Rondo back. Maybe you go after Boogie Cousins, cheap. Because he played well with Anthony Davis in New Orleans. That yep. was actually a really nice little one-two punch yeah, it was. at the end of that year before they both got injured. Um, 
those are the names I'm thinking about. Real small, small guys. Um, they, they can, there's a couple of small guys they can trade, like this Mo Wagner guy from Michigan. He's a power forward, and they certainly don't need power forwards in, in Los Angeles anymore. So they can free up maybe two more million, maybe, and get themselves up to like 25 million. But with six players to sign, I mean, your veteran minimum caps are going to be about 1.6 million. So if you're going to have to get guys like Danny Green, you know, and those type players to take seven million dollar pay cuts because he's probably a 10 million per year player right now. I don't see it's, that. It's going to be a magic show. Yeah. It's going to be a magic show without Well, magic. no, it's not. Ma- yeah, without without magic. Magic. yeah, I was saying. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but one last thing on this, not to get too far into it, but the trade kicker is a, is kind of a big discussion here. There's a lot of people assuming, and right off the, right off the, off the, out of the gate here, people were just assuming this trade kicker was going to get waived. That never happens. So I have no idea why people are assuming this. I think they're assuming it because they want the Lakers to have more money to work with because it's more interesting if the Lakers can go, you know, be big buyers. It's a four million. It's a more than four million dollar trade kicker, which is a bonus that's built into Anthony Davis's contract if he's traded. He's traded, which means you take fifteen percent of his upcoming salary, which is four point zero six million, and that's going to be cash to him. The Pelicans pay it. The Lakers take the cap hit. Hmm. So it's it's kind of a yin for a yang situation there too. Hmm. But I'm including that four million in the cap space. So twenty three million is with four million built in. If for some forsaken reason Anthony Davis decides he doesn't want four million dollars of free cash and waves this then the Lakers have 27 million to work with but there's no way I'm assuming that nobody should be assuming that who's going to assume four million is just going by the wayside I don't understand why people are doing this there's no way he's giving up four free four million for free just just to move out west (laughs) <laughs> it's, it's the it's the darn Tom Brady effect, right? Oh yeah, they want everybody wants it to happen, but no. Right. If it's you sitting there, there's not a chance Correct. anybody's saying, eh, "I don't need that." I, I want to get to some uh, some draft notes for Thursday's NBA draft, but I, I do want to mention uh, a football note here, and it's for you fantasy football nerds. Yeah, this is crazy. Read this thing. Yes, we've been telling you about Dynasty Owner, right? And so you fantasy football nerds, when we use nerds affectionately, yeah. all right. Uh, if you missed out on the beta sign up for Dynasty Owner, good news. You can still get a lifetime discount. Let me re- let me repeat that. A lifetime yeah. discount by registering right now through the Indiegogo campaign. Now, here's how it works. Go to DynastyOwner.com. Select a level of support. Uh, the levels are 250 500 1000 5000 You lock in a Dynasty team for life, plus additional gifts such as some hat, shirts, swag, great stuff. Yeti mug. I love my Yeti mug, by the way. Me too. Not from Dynasty Owners. Send me one, guys. Uh, tickets. Also, how about a one-week trip to a private villa in Mexico? One-week trip to Mexico. One-week trip. Prizes are based on your selected level of support. So, Garrett, for the upcoming football season with the first Dynasty salary cap fantasy sports game that not only plays a game week to week, but uses actual contracts and salaries, giving the roster power both coach and general manager, Visit DynastyOwner.com to register your team and lock in a few great prizes and keep up with all the latest on Dynasty Owner Podcast wherever you subscribe. Think about that. Honey, we're going to Mexico. I think we Why? Should, we, how are we going to Mexico? Yeah. Remember that fantasy football <laughs> you right. hate? Boom! Right. We should right. take this podcast to Mexico so we can really tell people what a great opportunity is. Can live you work from the, on that? Live from the Dynasty Owner Villa can in Mexico. Can you work on yeah. that for I us, like Mike? This. I, I like it. Right. Trip to Cabo. Sure. Like Playa del Carmen. Yeah. You know? Okay. Of cocktails before the show. I've been to Mexico City. Get a couple uh, of numbers the last wrong. Two years. I know some good spots in Mexico City. By the That's way, what I'm oh, afraid of. <laughs> <laughs> no comment. All right. 
NBA draft is Thursday at 7 p.m. A little anticlimactic, right? Yes. Right? I mean, I mean yeah, I'm already talking like you know, Zion's a Pelican, yeah, but he is a Pelican. We're already doing right? roster management with these guys on the team right. already. But You know what's funny? All they talk about, oh, he hasn't signed an agent yet. Like, yeah. he's going. Yeah, he's right. all set. I mean, come on. The NBA, like, you can't risk uh, another injury at Duke. No. Mm-hmm. Right? He probably mailed in a few classes towards the end. <laughs> I'm just saying, right? Yeah. If you're going to the well, NBA, you're like, uh, excuse me, I don't need to go to freshman orientation anymore. One of the fun things I've been hearing is, is uh, you know, who's going where and all. You know, these rumor, the rumor mills are, are just flooded right now. And there's all these connections with Duke players joining Zion at, in New Orleans. And we all have to stop ourselves. Like, like, Zion Williamson was there for like a day and a half. Right. right he had yes. a cup of coffee and a, pizza, and a slice of pizza in Raleigh. Right. Played a couple of basketball games. He knows nobody. He he knows people that came up to him after the game and said, "Hey, I used to go to Duke." That's it. Right. He doesn't know these players. I mean, what are we talking about here? There's no relationship. There's no on the court relate. He barely knows R.J. Barrett. And oh, by the way, they didn't even play that well together. He probably <laughs> he, he probably went right past Christian Leitner, who was in the regular yeah. security line at the airport, not the TSA pre-approved. <laughs> yeah. That actually happened. Actually, he's probably in the double security really? line, knowing yeah. Christian Leitner. I was flying back from the Players Championship, oh, and no. I'm in the TSA pre-approved, and there's Leitner in the regular oh, security no. line, and we wow. have a mutual friend. And I'm like, Christian, what are you doing over there? Uh, Anyhow, old neighbor of mine, he probably needs more security. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, I mean, he stood out like a sore thumb. Obviously, he's only six eleven guy yeah. in the in the security line. But so yeah, Zion's going to the the Pelicans. Well, they, they don't have any room to bring guys in now. You know, all these Duke guys who are going to join them. They, they're okay. They got a little cap room. They're, yeah. They're okay. And they've got, and for sure, we'll talk about it here, but I think they're going to flip this number four pick that the Lakers Sure. Yeah. Um, sure sounds like Atlanta wants it. Atlanta's got six picks Thursday. Wow. So, you know, they're going to probably give up two of those and maybe a player to get to number four. Why isn't that franchise better? They're, they're about to be. They, they've got an old Warriors executive now we're kind of running okay. the show and they've got the guard out. who's um yeah Trey Young, Trey Young. Right? Trey Young. I, I Trey watched Young. I went to a game in Phoenix yeah uh in oh that's a nice game yeah a bunch of youngsters well yeah, and he just took over the fourth quarter yeah he just decided okay I'm gonna win a lot this of people game. think he's the breakout player of this upcoming season and if they put some talent around him which it looks like they're ready to do I I, I think good things they're it, Keep an eye on the Hawks in the next you know, six six or so weeks I are think they bringing back moves are they bringing back um Vince Tree Rollins no, no, oh. <laughs> close. Um, why can't I think of his last name? Carter. Yes, it'll be. It'll be forty. He said this is going to be his final he, year. He in is the coming NBA. back. I don't it'll know where. Forty-two though. years. It'll be the oldest guy to play. Maybe he goes to the Lakers. <laughs> Could Jeez. be right. I remember when he came into the game in Phoenix. He played in the second quarter, and that was it. Played like That's eight it. minutes. And it was it was noticeable. It was like you're at the Y as a 20 year old, and the old guy comes with two knee braces on, and you're like, "What's going on here?" And uh, and then lights you up. Yeah, light lights yeah. you up a little bit there. Uh, uh, I mean, I think it's cool that he's still playing, but it's it's remarkable. You got you guys are up on top of this uh, pr- prediction, sort of the top five for the draft. Uh, you know, pending teams moving around, but but we know Zion's number one. Where's it going from there? Yeah, I think Jay Morant's going to be two, even though he's had some knee issues here, which kind of scare me. I mean, that's never good with a, guy, a player of that size. But I think it's going to be, you know, Williamson, Morant, R.J. Barrett to the Knicks. That sounds yeah. like a home run slam dunk right now. Uh, that Jared Culver kid from Texas Tech. Really nice saw player. A lot of him. Seen him yeah. play. Yeah, saw, saw him play in the NCAAs. Just even in the NCAA tournament when he was playing at Texas Tech, looked like an NBA player. Yeah. Now, that's only if Atlanta goes up there. I don't think he goes if 
Well, he might go to the Pelicans if the Pelicans hold that pick. We'll see. A lot of moving parts. I know the Cavs really like him. Maybe the Cavs move up for that pick. We'll see. The fourth pick is really interesting. And then the tell most, you what, with John Beeline there in Cleveland coming off the defense that Texas Tech played, that seems like a match made in heaven. Well, so does so does the fifth player on, on most of the mock drafts, which is DeAndre Hunter, that kid, that kid out of Virginia. Mm-hmm. That that's a Beeline guy too. Sure, right he's there, going to so. want somebody who's going to play yeah. some defense. There's a there's a team I might want Wagner. Cleveland. Yeah. There you go. Right there, you go. Yeah, I, 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 I do think yeah. he moves because they don't want that two million on their cap. So I do think the Lakers do make one more move here. But and I shouldn't get away from that point. Having give, given up all these, I mean, they've got no picks Thursday. The Lakers, and they gave up those three first. Obviously, they're they're kind of locked in, right? I mean, unless they sign, they're they're going to sign a couple of small guys like we've talked about. But there's no big trades coming for the Lakers. There's just not. You right. know, they can't trade Davis obviously until February. But that's the other thing. He's going to resign, right? Can you imagine if this is all for rental? Think this is all for show? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's going to resign. What if it's a disaster? Uh, Do we have to even talk about that? (laughs) It's not going to be. Think positive, will you? I I don't know. It was it was terrible last year. The Lakers. You can't. (laughs) If you're the Lakers, you can't make that move and not resign him. I guess. Right. Yeah. I mean, he's the guy going forward. Right. LeBron sort of feels like an afterthought right now. I don't think so. I hope not. I hope I hope he can re, you know rekindle that stuff. I I listen. I think LeBron LeBron had an injury. Yeah, didn't want to didn't want to tear it. Yeah. And then when things you know went went down, he's like <laughs> shutting this baby down. Smart. I, right. I, I Smart appreciate thing to them do. doing right? that. Right. And I do yes. hope he's back. But you know, groins are groins. Right. Um. Yeah. I, I hope it works. It's better if the Lakers are good. Listen, he's tarn. People are talking like you see on this podcast. They're talking down about LeBron. Yeah. It's a bad year. Are you kidding me? Like, you think LeBron's not paying attention to this stuff? True. You're darn right he is. The, He's probably listening to this podcast right now saying, no sons of guns. Can I tell you why I'm down on it, though? This front office completely destroyed last year. Yeah. And they did it. Le- that's not LeBron's fault. Listen, Le- how LeBron do LeBron you... did everything right. LeBron signed a four-year deal. He did everything right. And they absolutely destroyed that team. So why would I have faith in them this year? With a harder task. They have no money. I just look at it. I look at this. How do you alienate... Your icon, right in in a front office. Now I don't know how Magic operates in in a front office, but sure. like, yeah, Magic I'm, not, John- I'm, I'm not ready to say that Magic didn't have some role. Well, I'm in sure a little he bit did too. I'm sure he did. But listen, Magic Johnson. I know, right? Yeah, you're right. How are you? Like, I still don't know how Larry Bird's very, not part of the Celtics. At frankly. the very the Pacers, least, but. at the very least, you keep whatever it, displeasure you may have with him buried. Correct. Because of who it is. That's that's kind of what. Yeah. To his point, yes, the front office was a disaster. Right. Like you know, what occurred with with Magic. Right. I don't but, know how you could make that figure out how to work, and that all translated to everything that was a mess there. Yes, but all that said, you have figured out a reason why the Lakers could very well be ready for a big year next year. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I tweeted this out, and actually, I didn't connect the dots until yesterday when I was referring to the St. Louis Blues and the Toronto Raptors, who have something in common this year, right? Not to mention what we're about to get to. So they both fired their coaches, started fresh there. Right. I mean, the Blues fired their coach what? In season. January? In season, yeah. <laughs> Early, uh, it was before Earlier? that, right? November-ish? November-ish, I believe. Yes. It, it got bad quickly in St. Louis. Well, and then, then it got worse. They were last. last. They were dead last, dead last in the league in January. That's right. So they fired. Early January. Both of these teams fired their coaches. Both of these teams gave up a, their next first-round pick for a superstar player, Ryan O'Reilly, Kawhi Leonard, obviously. Mm-hmm. Right. Both those teams won the championships. Both of those players that were acquired won that were the finals MVP. So that's, are people killing San Antonio like people in Buffalo nah, are killing the Sabers? No way for trading O'Reilly. 
Um, for trading Kawhi, you mean? For no, the, for you, know why, you know why? Well, I guess, probably. I mean, come you're on. probably right. Come on, you're probably. I right. think the the Kawhi situation last year with his injury probably soured a lot of but Spurs fans that, to not be as. There was an O'Reilly angry. situation here, though. That's that's why I stopped myself there. I mean, he sort of tarnished his relationship here too, even though I didn't. I don't believe it was enough to get rid of him, but. Right. right. Well, but to Kevin's, to Kevin's question, Popovich is the guy. We believe in Pop. There, yeah. There's that there. Uh, Kawhi sort of went against Pop, which which clearly put a, a group of Spurs fans in anger about him. So to, I don't think there's – and I live in San Antonio. I don't know. But I just get the sense there isn't quite as much of that kind of anger that Kevin's asking about. All right. Well, anyway, the Lakers have fired their coach. The Lakers have given up a first-round pick for a superstar, so they are fitting this format currently. So okay. if all things go well, they're going to win the championship, and AD is going to be the finals MVP. All go. right, so uh, to the draft, what are the Celtics going to do? Are they trading Boy. Kyrie Irving? Are they trading his well, rights? I mean, he, he, opt out. He, he opted, opted out. out. he opted out. But what else are they going to do? Because he opted out, they're not going to bring him back. It's a crapshoot. I mean, that team completely nosedived last year. They were the Eastern favorites for in a lot of people's eyes, and I think in, in Vegas's eyes. Um, and that just did not work in any in any regard. That did not work. And even when he thought they were they were going on a run, and you know, I even liked him a little bit in the in the playoffs because it looked like they were starting to glue a little bit, and then it just fell apart again. So I I don't know where they go. They they're sort of where the Lakers were last year, where they're young, and maybe a couple of those young players aren't working out. Certainly, they didn't work with Kyrie, so I, I assume he's all, all but gone, right? I mean, Brooklyn's going to offer a max. I I don't think Boston even offers the max. So. My guess is that's a that's a no win situation for Boston. I do like Mike Conley, who is a Memphis point guard, is a veteran. I, I, that that's where Jay Morant's going to go. So mm-hmm. I I would think I would think that Mike Conley and his big bloated cap would be on the block. And Boston needs a what is his veteran. cap number by the way? It's big. It's yeah, it's huge. I, mean, yeah. I, know it's I don't huge. have a, it's big. It's thirty something. It's you big, want to big. talk about timing for two more years? Right? It's, that, he's got about sixty five million left if, if I remember yeah. correctly. So that playoff run they had. Oh yeah, I mean, he, he got paid great. from it. He got paid. He got from Joe it. Flacco yes. money. Yes, right? he did. <laughs> Win it and then get paid. Um, but Boston can handle that because, like, like I said, they're they're otherwise young. I think Al Horford probably opts out, which is going to be a problem because he's irreplaceable on that team. But we'll see what happens there. But they they need a version of Kyrie Irving that can work with the kids, and that that sounds like Mike Connolly to me, right? A kid, a guy who can play, who can handle the ball, but can also make everybody better around him. So. That fits. Uh, we'll see where that comes into play. I, I imagine that could happen as soon as Thursday during the draft if there's going to be a draft pick move here. So could be quick. That'll be Boston's be, got what four picks, five picks. They've got four picks. Yeah, so they can do the some draft. damage. They can move. They can move them Thursday. So I expect them to be some sort of factor at Thursday's draft. What other teams do you expect to make? Uh, well, this? let's talk about the Rockets real quick. Oof. Right? I mean, Man. so it's come out. There's yeah, tension, Paul. right? Uh, Chris Paul and James Harden. Even the coach. I mean, D'Antoni had an issue there with, do I resign? What do I do? Do you right. really want me here? Do I want to be with these players anymore? <laughs> right. I mean, I can see, frankly, just from uh, watching games, anybody who watches basketball, you can see why there's tension. Harden just takes ridiculous shots. Right? I know he makes a lot, but come on. Well, it's all about him. Everything it is. His game is all about him. Wait, which is why I was stunned when they made the Chris Paul move. I'm like, but, how, how can you get two guys who need the basketball? Yes, that in was their hands. That I, was that was reckless. But isn't a lot of this that Chris Paul just can't do it anymore? I would. He's not. Right? He's not nearly the player he I was. I mean, that's, that's just being undersold here. But I mean, Chris, Chris Paul, Paul is just aging in front of our eyes. But didn't he have an issue with Blake Griffin? Isn't that he, why they he, and they both moved on? He is Clippers? a pill. He's a pill. There's no question. 
<laughs> Everywhere he's gone, he's been a problem. Right. So he's I mean, tough. I'm guess, I don't think Harden's tough. I think the issue I think was, Harden's just tough to play with because of what, everything you yeah, said. Yeah. I, I think the issue is Harden uh, creeped in on his State Farm commercials. <laughs> That's right. He took some cash from him, right? Chris Paul wasn't a big enough figure anymore uh, to do it alone. <laughs> probably not. <laughs> There's a lot of talk about Chris Paul ended up on the Lakers. He's 35, our, our, right? Our NBA analyst, Scott, and I, we actually spent way too much time on this yesterday trying to make this work, and we did make it work. There's a way that this can happen. He's got a $38 million cap hit next year, Chris Paul. Oh, my God. I mean, really? Guy, yeah, he's got years left. It, oh. It, it's getting it's getting into, like, Albert Pujols money where he, he's just, you know, go swing a bat and we'll pay you $30 million. But um, <laughs> it's, yeah, because, I mean, I, I can't see him getting any better unless he can get himself in a situation where he's playing 20 minutes a game, you know? But that's not the Lakers. The Lakers need somebody who can go yeah. out there and work some minutes. That's why I like Lonzo. Just go out there and play. Sure. And pass the ball a little bit. I mean, but I, I'm not. I'm not even going to get into it too much. All I can tell you is, if this trade moves to July 30th, which some people have discussed, and it gives the Lakers some time to to, to free up some space, trade trade Mo Wagner, release some players. There is a. You'd have to trade Kuzma, by the way. You'd have to trade Kuzma. No, no thanks. You'd have to trade Mo Wagner, and then probably some other first-round pick, to get Chris Paul, okay? You'd have to do this on July 6th because you couldn't match the salary. You can't match Chris Paul's $38 million, so you got to do it under the cap and on July 6th. You could make it work. I'm sure LeBron would like that. They're best friends. Do you really want two 35-year-old players on the decline costing $60, 74000000 million no, combined? absolutely not. Let, I mean, the Rockets, let the Rockets be the one. Remember the, the Rockets when they got Barkley yeah. in there? It was Barkley. It was Clyde Drexler yeah. with Akeem. They know. Yeah. And it was like, eh. It didn't. It, 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 they were just. It's just a bad way to do yes. it all, right? Yes. It's a bad way to but, do it all. But back to my point about sort of a desperation move by the Lakers, that that could be if, Lebr- if LeBron says he wants it yeah. and they were like, well, we got to load up now. Our, our window is now. It, it, it would make way more sense to do like it for Mike that Conley. that wouldn't shock me. Yes. The, Mike Conley in this conversation makes a lot more sense, and it's probably a, single, a, a similar financial situation to Chris Paul, but younger, more, you know, more athletic, more able to be, I, I think, complementarity to – LeBron James systems. To me, that would make more sense. It would cost the Lakers more, which they don't have, right? I mean, I, I don't think Kuzma in the first is enough for Mike Conley. I just don't. They need they need a shooter. Mm-hmm. And to me, Chris Paul doesn't... Uh, they need a shooter. He doesn't shoot well enough yeah. anymore. Like, he, he didn't... You know, he made a couple threes, well, it seemed. But the, I, I think they just... Because LeBron's going to run the point forward. Yes. Right? And so you've got to find someone who's okay. Playing. They're going to pick and roll the heck out of Anthony Davis. Right. Playing the ball without, not in their hands. It can catch and shoot. That's it. That's what they need. I got to tell you, that is Jimmy Butler. Because Jimmy Butler's a heck of a defensive player, too. So right. they need that, too. They need someone who can guard Harden. Yes. It, that's the guy they should really be squeezing to try to make it work. I just don't see it. I don't think he's a max guy anymore, by the way, Jimmy Butler. I think he worked himself out of a max contract with the last 18 months. But, oh, I mean, it only takes one team, Miami or somebody's going to do sure. it, right? But he could be talked down into some lesser salary. I just don't think it's going to be $18 million, which is what the Lakers need him to be at. I mean, that's why would you take $18 million? <laughs> Paul, I know that's a huge number. No, I know, huge, it's, it's a huge, huge number, number, but, but it's, it's half of what the guys are making now. It's half. <laughs> you know, why would anybody take that when you can go to Miami for 35 would you do this podcast for minimum wage, Kevin? <laughs> I think I already am. All right. <laughs> right. I can bring coffee if that helps. <laughs> it might. It might. All right. Well, w- the one thing I love about the NBA draft 
is all the trade action. I love when a player puts the cap on, and then they're like, we have a trade to announce. Just don't buy any – wait about 15 minutes before you buy any jerseys. It's so – yeah, no, it's so great, uh, the NBA draft, with all the wheeling and dealing. It is the best of the drafts, in my opinion. Two rounds. It's quick. Right? Yeah. I like it, too. Yeah. I like it, It's the best of the drafts. Um, I don't disagree with you. I still think yeah. the NFL is. It's really? Just, Why? Well, I just I think because because the the depth of the draft, the, it's the more strategic the ability, there's more strategy. Yeah. You know, the ability to a late first round pick could ultimately be the best player on your team. Where in the NBA, like we talked okay. about, like the tenth pick is not likely ever going to be a great <laughs> player. All right, fair point. Okay. I just like how it's all in one night. There's From a TV happening. show, I think you're right though, Kevin. Yeah, From a TV show, standpoint. it's great. All right. Uh, want to mention one more time, Morgan Stanley Global Sports and Entertainment. Uh, we thank them for their support of the show here. Learn more morganstanley.com slash GSE for their Global Sports and Entertainment division. Morgan Stanley Smith Barney LLC member SIPZ, SIPC. And they present Mike Gennetti, if you, as we talked about <laughs> in the beginning of the show. Make sure you check out SpotTrack.com. Premium section, ad-free experience, all these things. We told you information about Dynasty Owner. Go and check that out. Really cool deal and some uh, cool incentives to get in for lifetime savings at DynastyOwner.com. For Mike Giannetti and Paul Peck, I'm Kevin Sylvester. We'll talk to you next time here on the Spot Track Podcast.